Now we're gonna go explore this fucking cave and uh, hopefully not get like eaten or anything. Oh shit, we gotta get in this hole. <laughs> oh yeah. Dude. Whew. Oh my goodness. It's nice and chilly. <laughs> God damn. Fuck yeah, man. Oh, it's real nice and chilly. That's what I was hoping for, for the, uh, so we could beat the heat a little bit. Yeah. Oh, good. Great. Love it when people just, you know. Technically, that's the Manji sign. And is it, I mean, do you think they're actually using it that way? No. <laughs> but technically, that's closer to the Buddhist symbol. Oh, I wish people uh, knew that and actually fucking yeah. used it that way. Unfortunately, there's a lot of white supremacy around here. For real. I'm racist. Everywhere I'm thinking I want to move to, it's like, oh no, but they're racist. Oh no, but they're <laughs> Just here in Utah or in general. Oregon, South Carolina, oh, just everywhere. Yeah, well, white supremacy is inbred within our culture, isn't it? For real. So, kind of hard to avoid it in a lot of ways. Bro, where does the spoken tunnel go? Dude, it... I, so, from what I gather, I think they were just drilling into it to see if there was anything valuable. Uh, either ran out of money or just decided that it wasn't going to yield anything. So, about like maybe a football field. No in, way. Yeah. Ah, maybe I'm over-exaggerating. But it's a little ways. It just uh, fucking stops and there's like these little... Holy moly, dude. Uh, just little exits here and stuff. What the fuck? Yeah, man. wonder if I can get... Ooh. There's some real ass shit. Oh, shit. Hello? We're gonna be walking around like bats <laughs> trying to hear where we're going. <laughs> For real. <laughs> oh, dude, there's dew on this. Yeah, I know. It gets nice and uh, humid in here. Apparently, um, if you're ever in a cave and uh, like the smell changes significantly and then it just gets like really hot in there, get the fuck out. Oh. Yeah, and especially if you're seeing a lot of this like dew and condensation and stuff. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna check out right down here. There's a pretty cool like. There you go. Like I don't know what happened here, or why they just like quit drilling halfway through. Maybe this is where they just stored all their extra pipes and stuff. He's got this like really old metal and everything. Wow, something crushed the fuck out of this barrel. I know, right? I, I'm not sure if it's like it was like actually crushed or just the weight of rust and like, you know, just being in shitty conditions over time. And uh, also, um, if there's ever anything that like, like I do some basic editing, just so you know. What kind? Uh, like all, like literally, I just throw it into GarageBand and then fuck oh, with the automation and yeah. like edit it that way. Like it's super basic. But um, if there's anything you're like, oh shit, I'd actually rather that not be in the podcast or something. Like, just oh yeah, because like yeah, I wouldn't want to 
I don't really give a fuck for the most part. Okay, I'm, sweet. I'm learning to give less fucks. That's kind of what I figured. And also, like, I literally have 10 users, <laughs> 10 listeners. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, like, putting music out about, like, fucking a bitch and <laughs> putting my thumb in her butt. <laughs> yes. Which, like, has maybe happened once. So, <laughs> so, so maybe the, uh, this is, like, a stupid question to ask. But are, like, most of your lyrics that are, like, you know, <clears throat> really sexually charged... Are they kind of like, I don't know, stunted almost, or like stunted? I try to I try to do it from a perspective of first of all of giving to your partner because a lot of sex and sex culture today is like about taking. And I got head and I got top. It's like yeah, why not give it? You know, and very like just self-centered and yeah. self-focused. And some of it still is. Yeah. Um, it's well, I mean that's got to be a part of it too, right? Yeah. Um, no, I've actually also talked uh, about this to my therapist, because uh -huh. uh, <laughs> like, it's partly just shock value for fun. You know, okay. I was a religious kid and stopped being religious, and mm -hmm. you know, started fucking and smoking and stuff. So there's that. Um, there's also a bit of like, I'm gonna make this, and then I'm gonna make something completely out of the ballpark, yeah. and just kind of like what you heard in the car. And just like totally switch it up and, and take people by surprise, because um, I like it when artists do that. I yeah, I actually really valued that. Like it for one thing, it showed that you uh, you you have a, a bigger repertoire than you know than maybe people could assume based on your other content. Because like that new song, it's a bust, right? Um, it's a bust. It's a bust. Um, I really dug it. Uh, like it, from what I've heard so far from you, it was like clearly a change of pace and just like a really cool. Um, I don't know. It was honest. It was honest artistic yeah. expression from what I could gather, and I liked it a lot, man. That's like another element of it is like journaling. Mm. Um, even with the sex stuff, it's like I was writing in my journal, like I got fucked, and some of the earlier, you know, raunchy stuff was literally just me writing in my journal and then it started to rhyme and then I'm like oh that'd be funny if I did this <laughs> and yeah just kind of going from there and then it just kind of built from there well shit dude um I was actually really interested to hear more about kind of uh just that transition that you had from uh I don't know were you ever like do you ever actually believe in Mormonism I was very deeply in it really as a teenager what was, was that like I was gonna go on a mission and everything like I'm the youngest of 11 kids, and they're all half. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was like, it was, in, it was like my parents were telling me, like, you have to do this for us. Like, there's a lot of that in there, but. That's so sad. Uh, Cause like, I mean, I had a similar experience and like, don't get me wrong. Like I love my family, I love my parents, but like, I could tell that me going on a mission, it almost, it had very little to do with me actually proselyting and uh, sort of developing my own belief in the church. It was more about what it would mean for them. Yep. It's like you write a pass passage. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And my, uh, you know, my parents actually were like, "Look, if you go on a mission, I will buy you a house." Yep. I had siblings that were like, "I'll invest money in songs for you," or like, 
Yeah, my parents were like, I'll pay for your mission or I'll pay for your college. Choose one. Anything. And I didn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I went I... to college for like a week. <laughs> I went, sorry, I went for a day yeah. and then I went for a week years mm-hmm. later. So I dropped out twice. And you were just like, fuck that shit. Yeah, fuck that shit. I genuinely don't blame you. I graduated college and everybody I talked to. Good for you though. Okay, like in terms of like achieving something socially, that's like, yeah, that was great. But, like, I understand why no one would want to ever go to college. Because, like, I'm – in order to do what I want to in life, I have to go back to college for grad school, and I'm absolutely dreading it because I'm tired of playing the game of school, you know? What do you want to do? Probably therapy. Uh, Yeah, because I got my my bachelor's in psychology. And the whole time I was like, I am not going to go for therapy. I'm going to go for research, and I will stay scientific, and I'm not going to fucking listen to people's problems. And then I found out that I actually love being on a podcast and talking with people. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe I should, like, you know, try to use this power for something. <laughs> it is just an element, though. They, they do. Yeah. There are parallels. Yeah. Um, it, there are parallels in the sense that, like, I can figure out how to talk to people um, and how to, you know, make people feel comfortable around me. But the the part about therapy that I'm really excited for is just like actually talking people under the pretense like I'm just here to help you know like see what I can fucking do for you because this whole world is kind of shitty yeah but um yeah man it's good to do that in any capacity though yeah it doesn't have to be therapy that's a good point I think therapy it's like a lot easier and it's more it's a lot more literal of it it is yeah an adaptation Mm -hmm. and it's I think it's mostly that the pretense is there it's like I'm here to be helped, which in itself can probably be a problem. I don't know. Have you ever felt like a, a pressure from your therapist to like, oh, I got to make you feel better. And that's what, that's like my no. job. Really? That's I've dope. only seen one therapist though, and it was by recommendation. Nice. And she's not cheap. Mm-hmm. Well, now she is. Yeah. Because I have insurance. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank God. I had insurance <laughs> before, but I just, they for some reason. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if they didn't cover it. I think I just didn't push it in because it was mm-hmm. like. I was going to lose insurance in two months because mm-hmm. I turned 26, like, in March. Oh, Yeah, gotcha. I started therapy in January. So oh, like, shit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's – I hate that that's a barrier for people. Like, I think that's absolutely fucked up. So it's really – I'm super happy that you're able to find someone uh, or find a way to access therapy. Um, also that you like your first therapist, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, that was one of, my, one of my reasons I didn't go to therapy for so long because I was, like – and I told that to my therapist, too, up front. I was like, this was like a hesitation for so many years because, it's like, you know, you hear horror stories. Mm-hmm. Like, people's therapists just, like, having super, you know, and everyone's human. They have bias. But, yeah. Um, just not, like, being there for them, really. And, yeah, no, my therapist fucking bomb. She's, oh, that's yeah. awesome. Hope you're like, listening. Yeah. <laughs> for real. I We appreciate you. Good therapists, for fuck's sake. Because I know too many people that are like, yeah, I tried therapy and it like kind of ruined my fucking life. And it's like, it's not supposed to be that way. And that's what builds the stigma, right? It's also perception. I think a lot of people that say that um, are averse to results. They don't want to... Interesting. They don't want to get the thing out of it. And so they're just looking for something to blame instead of taking their own shit interesting or what they want out of it is completely different from what they need out of yeah, it maybe yeah they want to be validated and like you know I I think I started going to therapy and some of my preconceptions were like yeah I'm gonna valid like 
get validation. Mm-hmm. And Those were there was validation, but not in the way I thought. It was like, yeah, your problems are real. Um, and, like, you got some fucked up shit going on in your head. But, mm-hmm. like, yeah. But I think people are looking for something specific and not willing to accept what they get from therapy. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And especially uh, kind of where you're saying where people are not wanting to get anything out of it in general. Because, like, a lot of times therapy's forced upon people, especially in the Mormon church. I'm, yeah. I don't know if you ever got that because I actually was forced to go to a therapist, and it was a Mormon therapist. I was discouraged, too. Mm. It, uh, I don't know, like, directly, but it was, like, kind of a, why do I need to say, what, you know. Yeah. That was kind of the mentality in my household. Mm. But, yeah, just I imagine hide your pain I imagine like... being forced to, yeah, just to hide your, you know, just, mm-hmm. like, just talk to your family about it. Oh, <laughs> what if you're the problem? <laughs> in most cases, that is. But, yeah, you went to a Mormon therapist. Oh, like, God, dude. That's cult therapy. It is. Because, like, like, they, in my experience, he, I went to one session because I kind of, like, as soon as I walked in the room, it was like, so, you know, what's what's going on, you know? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm just kind of having a rough time, kind of depressed, you know? And it's like, and how's that affecting your testimony? And, like, right then I was just, your I'm out. Testimony. Yeah. I was like, I'm out. Like, you, I, I see what you're doing here. And it cool was like, therapy. yeah, from the get-go. So I just immediately, like, you know, you just lied to him. I just lied to him. It was just like, oh, my testimony's, my, my testimony's gotten a lot stronger, actually. I'm feeling a lot better. I don't know why I'm here. It's probably just a precaution. And then they were just like, your son's fine. And I just never resolved those things because it was like, I can't trust this person. Mm-hmm. And I've heard worse stories from friends who went to Mormon therapists as well. Like, one where they were having, like, bipolar schizophrenic episodes. And they were actually, like, they were like, hey, these are actually like spiritual signs from God relate only to you. So it's better to keep them secret and hope it build your testimony. What? Dead serious. That's what she was told. And she was like, keep well, it secret. Keep okay. it safe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For real. Oh, it was yeah. like, how can anyone actually be trained to think that that is like a good way to help people? So when, when people are terrified of going into therapy, it's because of motherfuckers like that. And uh, I'm so happy that there are good therapists out there and yeah, man. I hope to be one at least. Yeah, no, that's that's a, definitely a noble thing to want to do. Mm. I I don't I w- I don't even have the patience to like be a teacher or like a, a tutor in a school. I tried mm-hmm. that twice. Oh god, <laughs> that's such a different. In- was, well, maybe. I mean, it's, it's probably similar, still right? Still listening to people, bitch. <laughs> For real, was it dealing with like uh, fucking middle, middle schoolers oh, middle, and oh, then high god. schoolers? See, that's like, like two different. Yeah, whole two different ecosystems. Fucking, I have to assume the high schoolers were better, right? I don't know. Oh, God. It was also me though. I I, mm. I wasn't in the right state of mind yet. Yeah, you know, I was still like twenty three ish. Like, mm-hmm. still hadn't gone to therapy before. Like, mm. so I think it was the wrong time for me. Uh, and the first time I was nineteen. You know, teach middle school, like, tutoring. <laughs> like, I don't know like, much more than you guys. <laughs> yeah. And uh, let me tell you, you learn more teaching. Like, that. that oh, is yeah. true. You, mm-hmm. you learn way more. Like, I learned science and fucking all sorts of shit that I just ignored That's in school. That's so awesome. But, That's actually really cool, even if it was, like, a pain in the ass and probably completely <laughs> demanding and dreary on your life. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard to, like, be there for people when you're already going through your own shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's also that's like so what hard. I try to recommend is like 
take care of number one first. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't help anyone if you're not okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think people people really don't want to believe that. And I think it's sad because they don't realize that they're just giving themselves the same the, these tools every day to not be okay. <laughs> and they're, like, used to not being okay. So how are they supposed to make other people feel okay? Yeah. In reality, I feel like all they can really offer is trying to, like guide people to you know their own desires that they can't even achieve right guide which, to the treasure which i cannot possess <laughs> yeah and i'm you know i would wager everyone has been this person oh 100 percent. you you have to you have to be that person in order to understand to, it <laughs> yeah in order to know that yeah. oh shit we can't be that way huh like the most uh damn there's another thing i've been talking to my therapist about mm-hmm. fucking therapy is so great man that's so good um like the things that stand out the most are probably things that you like internalized um, like traumas or you know things that you see in yourself like I'll point out things like if you're like critical of certain things with other people like mm-hmm. the driving or whatever or like with how they make food or whatever like mm-hmm. you see it in yourself yeah and it's mirroring yeah, yeah there's a lot of projection oh my god in that is uh and do you feel like because something that I've been really interested in lately is this idea of like our thoughts and our experiences sort of as a diet. So when you say like things are more, you start to notice things are more prominent in your life. Um, I was wondering if you meant like your own experiences in terms of like thoughts and your own emotions rather than like projecting who you are onto other people. Does that make sense? Yeah. What, so what's the question? So like, I, have you ever do you feel that way do you feel or has your therapist talked about that is there is that something you even see as playing a part in your life like your diet the way you think the way you yeah. experience reality and emotions like on a moment to moment basis yeah yeah like um I've, I've been trying to be more mindful the past actually few days mm. about this in particular because it's easy just to go on autopilot and yeah <laughs> then you just anything can happen right you're just in a completely or nothing oh, most yeah. likely nothing right interesting i feel like my maybe my autopilot's different from people and like mine's just like especially when i was not aware of it it's just like a constant stream of like negative emotions or a, just a, trying to get a distraction from those negative emotions and thoughts like yeah. that's that was my autopilot and i don't know do you feel like your autopilot is just like you're vacant and you're not there well, first thing in the morning is definitely like the negative, like grumbly, mm-hmm. like Oscar that lives. Is Oscar lives in the trash can? Yeah, Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, just like the fucking Grouch mm-hmm. in the morning, and it's more internal, like external. I'll try to not be that, but it's yeah. so easy to fall into that. But yeah, it's it's that and just dread oh. in the morning of like, I don't want it. Like, can I just be in the dream again? Because that mm-hmm. was like. That had some shit going on, and I kind of missed that. <laughs> but now I gotta fun. like, yeah. Now I gotta be awake, even if it wasn't fun. Like mm-hmm. I could have been having a nightmare, and I'm like, I was like doing some shit there. Interesting. But like, cause there's like unresolved shit in the dream uh-huh. that you want to get back to, and like, yeah. So in the mornings, it's it's hard for me to like have positive thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you just if I just get up, eat breakfast do a thing Mm -hmm. like a chore Mm -hmm. um 
it definitely like sets it in the right direction. And I think the first thing you do in a day is the biggest effect on the rest of your day. That took me a long time to realize. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I um, I listened to this uh, some it was like a spiritual guru type guy. I don't know what else you'd call him, Muji. Um, and anyway, yeah, and he he talked about he's like try one of these days like if you're prone to depression anxiety try one of these days as soon as you wake up just like try and like see the fact that thoughts are starting all of a sudden you're just you're ready to move and go through like all these motions in the day it was like try and just watch that and just don't react to it just let your like mind start moving it's so hard but like it like it's weird because I've actually had that before where I literally just wake up and it's like okay it's time to fucking get up what time is it oh god I wish it wasn't this time I want to sleep more and then I go back to sleep wake up more oh, okay it's time to fucking get up alright I guess I yeah. should get in the shower and like the whole time I'm showering I'm not actually showering my mind's like oh, shit yeah. all these things I gotta do today and blah blah yeah. blah and uh I don't the, it took me a long time to realize like maybe if I can awaken to that and like wake up in the morning and literally just be like <sighs> I'm alive. Let's do this. That's like, it's the, one of the hardest things. Why the fuck is it so hard? Yeah. It's, it's the consistency. Like we were talking about mm-hmm. in the car. Yeah. Like, yeah, being consistent about it is the hard thing. Because in the moment, it might be really easy mm-hmm. or real hard. Um, <laughs> but 21 days in a row of that. <laughs> you're you're going to experience all these different scenarios of it. Uh-huh. And be able to learn how to handle it better. There's a yeah. There's a lot of different contexts that you have to adapt to, and I like that. That makes sense because like each day is literally different. You're yeah. dealing with even like, if it feels if like the same shit every day, you're still in yeah. a different moment, right? What if I'm hungover? Oh like, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> makes a big difference. <laughs> you gotta take a giant shit in the morning. Yeah. Like, <laughs> God damn, that's gonna like. What if you slept like shit or like? Oh, you know. Or, like, for me, it's been my cat. Mm. Wakes me up. Does she, like, climb on your face and shit? Like, it's more okay. it's more like an opera-sounding meow. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> with, like, vibrato. She's like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck, but. It's meant to catch your attention for goddamn shit. Two in the morning or at five in the... Actually, this morning, it wasn't even that. I woke up to my cat, but it was, like... I've I've been getting real good at waking up immediately when she's about to vomit. Oh god damn, I wish I had that. I wish I could do that. It's the <laughs> smallest sound. She'll start grinding her teeth. Yeah. And that will wake me up on a dime. Oh my god. Like no matter what. That sucks cuz fuck you don't want to fucking wake up at 2 a.m. but also like I mean I guess you can do something about it. Ideally, right? <laughs> That's why I wake up. <laughs> so I can put something down, a towel, a t-shirt, mm-hmm. so she'll throw up on my bed or Anything, the carpet. Right? Yeah. But I just I just got my parents' old cat because they moved um, out of their Elkridge house. And oh. she's like 15. Damn. Yeah, she's old, but... Um, Mine's old too, yeah. Oh, really? How old is she? 17. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's dope. Man, she's really old. <laughs> yeah. She's got old cats. We're giving her fluids and shit. She's on on kidney medication, yeah. (laughs) She's doing a lot better. Um, I actually have two ferrets, and uh, one of them has uh, cancer on her pancreas. So we have to give her uh, medicine every day, too. It's it's so stressful. Yeah, it is. So I feel you there. 
it's it's part of the dread in the morning. You know? Oh yeah. It's it's part of the reason that that it makes it hard to focus on the other things in your life. Like a feeling of it as a chore, or like just like dread that like oh my god, is this the day that like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she might die. die. Yeah. Or that, or just like having to do it every day. Oh, like I that see. dread. Yeah. The ongoing consistency of like I'm going to be doing this the rest of your mm-hmm. life. Is that like? Is that, uh, I guess some of, I guess I want to say, is that kind of what you fear is just having to do the same thing or just having like, just living in the mundane? Yeah. I think that's why I've had a lot of jobs. Interesting. That makes sense. Cause like fuck doing the same thing over and over is especially in a business environment. Cause at the end of the day, you're just a tool for them. Yeah. Even in the business environment though, like it's encouraged to not do the same, like, innovation is encouraged that's you know? true right not all the time but mm-hmm. like i guess it depends on the position you're in because i'm assuming you probably liked it a lot more being an owner of a business right yes um i also like just positions of autonomy because mm-hmm. you kind of feel like an owner of your little section yeah you know it's a little more fulfilling and and like you have a, a greater desire to make it great mm-hmm. um but yeah, the level of micromanaging. <laughs> yeah, that, com- is, that generally comes with it. Ugh. Is yeah. Yeah, dude, that I can definitely see that because I mean, the only times that I can even feel like pride or flow in my work job is if it's like, oh, I just was like working on my own. I did all my shit, and like, it was in a unique situation. That's kind of what's cool about my job. I I do struggle with it, but yeah. the fact that it's all custom artwork and all custom printing, it's a different job every time. That's cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. Having a unique thing, just one, mm-hmm. every day, I think is good. And that's actually like something I've been telling myself to do more is just switch up the pattern somehow. Like mm-hmm. do one thing that you don't normally... This is my one thing that I don't normally do. Fuck yeah. Actually, this is the second one. The first one is <laughs> walking to McDonald's from my house, <laughs> nice. which was like less than a quarter mile. <laughs> Fuck yeah, though. It's like... <laughs> and then we had to walk back and drive because the lobby was closed. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was <laughs> worth it. Another new thing, right? That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. And I'm glad you came on this uh, fucking hike and podcast with me. Yeah, dude. Appreciate it, man. It's That's... colder than I thought in here. Yeah, dude. It's nice and chilly. Yeah. If you're you're uh, feeling cold, we can head back out, too. I, I could get in some warmth. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Um, That's super dope, dude. Oh, shit. Um, I kind of wanted to uh, talk about, so I did want to talk about, like, just your current experience with, like, religion and spirituality in your own life. Just because I think that's that's something we've definitely connected on and experienced uh, similarly. Just because we both grew up fucking in very Mormon environments and had to, you know, deal with that. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Where are you at now? And what did it take to get you here? Ooh, that's a, first of all, good timing, and because uh, we're about to get to the warmth. Yes. Um, but also, I'm good timing because this is a time in my life where I'm actually getting more spiritual. Interesting. Um, not even in practice, mm-hmm. just in thought. That's good. Like, I'm not doing rituals and shit. Sometimes I will if I'm on, you know, enough things and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um... What kind of, like, I guess what does that spirituality in your, like, 
and your thoughts and your like beliefs look like for you? Well, I, I'm pretty agnostic mm -hmm. about a lot of things. Yeah. But I also am quick to adapt ideas. So that's super valuable to have. Yeah, it is. I think about a lot of things like and uh, I, I consider things from a lot of different frameworks, if you will. Mm -hmm. Like I consider things from a creationist perspective, yeah. fr uh, from the aspect of a God or from the aspect of we are all drops in the pond of God mm, or yeah. from the active uh, from from the side of it's a naturally occurring universe yeah or from the perspective of we're in a simulation uh -huh. in a simulation in, you know like yeah there's a lot of different in a lot of ways isn't kind of like all of those things true at once i don't know i wouldn't i wouldn't say that i would say there is truth in uh-huh um a lot of it but i guess I, that's i guess that's kind of what i'm saying though it's like it went by each of them having like a piece of truth, they kind of are. It kind of is like the quantum truth because we don't know okay. until we know, right? Yeah, I like that quantum truth. Yeah, so I, I try not to attach myself to one ideology mm -hmm. too much. I think that's good. I think most people need to do that. If you can accept at any moment that your ideology could, com could be completely yeah. irrelevant. Mm -hmm. And you know, like people like Terrence McKenna say that you shouldn't, you shouldn't even have an ideology because yeah. that sort of tries to tell you that you already know the answers, right? You're trying to idealize the world. That was something that actually brought me out of religion really? um, was having more, like wanting to have more questions than answers in terms of consciousness and philosophy. Yeah. Because those are things that, in our form, you know, we're bound to time and meat bodies. Yeah. So how the fuck do we know? And how could we presume to know? Like, yeah, we've, you know, you've probably seen some shit. Like, we've all had some experiences that we can't explain. Yeah. Um, maybe not all of us, but some people just try to explain their way out of everything. I agree. Um, but, like, you know, there, there's a lot of supernatural-esque things that happen and that's just supernatural because we don't understand as much as we yeah. want to it's just bigger than our natural understanding yeah it's bigger than us. that's i like that because that, that really puts i feel like that's how i felt as well it was it was too much like i was always told like oh you know all these other religions they're like a puzzle with like missing pieces but mormonism is the full puzzle and i was like no, it's not. Everyone says their is their thing is the full puzzle. Like that's right? that's what religion is. Mm -hmm. That's a it's trying to say we know all the answers. Join yeah. us, yeah. so we can all know the answers together, and <laughs> so you can give us all your money and then <laughs> and impose our will on the world. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it's so frustrating, especially when they couldn't answer like basic questions for me. Even things that just like you know church history. Or just like, well, yeah. uh, you know, even the existence of God in general, like, only God knows, that, right? Only God knows. Well, then why are you backing it up if He uh, won't fucking tell you, bitch? Like, I think, yeah, right? No, that's probably the wrong. I would not say that to someone. <laughs> you have, you definitely have to be more subtle and kind when discussing religion. Yeah. And I think that's when, like, I've sort of had a bit of a spiritual awakening, I'd say too, like where I'm, I'm really starting to embrace spirituality. Whereas, like, leaving the church, I was like. 
spirituality is painful because of my experience through religion, so I'm not even going to touch it. I'm not even going to, like, think about it. I'm just going to focus on what is, quote-unquote, real, you know? And, uh, dude, that, like, it just fucked me up. It, like, it pointed me towards, like, nihilism. Yeah, dude. So quickly. Oh, man. Me too. (laughs) Like, and, like, where do you go from that? Because, essentially... You can't do anything with nihilism. You can't do anything. You essentially get to the point where you're just like, well, I'm either sitting here bitching about nihilism, hoping that someone will listen and validate me, uh, or I should just fucking kill myself, because there's no fucking point at all. And, uh, I don't know. That's... It was so necessary for me. And it sounds like you went through... a similar yeah, experience. yeah, we've gone th- we've gone through a pretty similar route. Like, <laughs> it's yeah, dude. It makes sense though because waves of nihilism. Yes, that's, that's my next black metal band yes. name. Yes, waves of nihilism. So accurate. <laughs> and like, I don't know, man. Did you feel like it was because the church like pushed so strongly, like literally no other religions are true. So if you leave here, like that nothing is true. Or you feel like it's just how cultish it was. Just all of it, yeah. Just the way that, you know, people will say it's it's not the people, like, it's not the church, it's the people, or it's not the people, it's the church. Like, yeah. one and the same. It is one and the same. The the hand is the hand and the foot. Mm, yeah, exactly. What's the difference? That, and that's, that, I feel like that's a simple concept that people can grasp, right? Like, I don't know, but I guess they do see some sort of overarching... like something existing outside of all these people and they're just trying to access it or something but yeah for me it's just the claiming to know yeah we don't know nobody can and it's just so it's so sketchy to try and say like oh this one person does know okay i know they didn't know this thing but that's because they're human but uh you know these other things they're dead on about that's straight from the mouth of god (laughs) so what what pulled sorry what also like the brushing off of personal revelation like when I was still Mormon I was like I have personal revelations and I'd like tell my mom and shit and she's like you're not supposed to have those what you know what's so funny is like that cult that was so there like I didn't experience that personally but I did see it all the time where people would be like you know they had their testimony which is a personal revelation right but it always had to be something like that everybody else could experience. Yeah, like sometimes <laughs> they'd be like, "Oh yeah, you had a personal revelation," but it's like they disagree with it, and they're like, mm, "That must be the devil." Yeah, exactly. Shit, what kind of revelations did you have? Just questions. Mm. You know, I was like, I went through a phase where I went to all my friends' churches, not all of them, but like yeah. I went to other churches. I bought a Quran Hell with yeah. my homie and read it in. in like every morning at school for like maybe a week God, or so. That's dope. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely got different perspectives of some different things. And that's a very peaceful book. Like, it, that's yeah. some good shit. That's actually what I've heard. It was still as dry as the Bible, and I know I wasn't all about it, but like, it's probably really hard to like. Uh, I mean, there's reasons that people have been arguing over the translation of it for years, right? Yeah. It's probably complex to fucking actually understand. I know every time I try to read fucking scriptures, like, I'm like, I don't get this, for one thing. And then when I do, yeah, I don't know. That's another part of it. Every book is written. Mm-hmm. Like, it has an author. Yeah. Has, who's like, human. A specific bias. Someone, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that, and it's interesting, I don't know. I guess people have to really delude themselves into thinking, like, no, 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 that was, that was God pointing them into the perfect translation 
that only me and uh, like one eight hundredth of this world actually agrees with. <laughs> yeah, like to write on stone tablets and remember everything that occurred. And then, <laughs> first of all, you know, maybe they had parchment, I don't fucking know, but like yeah. to remember everything, like every detail and for them to write it down word for word, and you know. Like... And then all the editing and translations mm. from the, you know, religion governments yeah. of the world, mm-hmm. which still exist, which are still running the world. Yeah, we live in a monarchy, I'm pretty convinced. Like, Interesting. I, mean, I, I actually kind of like it. Yeah. What do you mean by that, though? In terms of like, it like sort of like religion's, a secret organization, or you mean in religion? Probably pretty secret, yeah, mm-hmm. and exclusive. But like, we religion still is the major controlling force. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not talking like religion TM, like, mm-hmm. but like, people's motives are backed by religion. And Christianity and, you know, whether it's Christianity or, or some other form of God mm-hmm. from other, you know, regions of the world. But, like, I think I agree with that to an extent. Okay. Because, like, I, I think I'd argue that, like, the real driving force or sort of, like, the dominant force is kind of like secularism. Uh, like, maybe, like, a sort of... Okay. Maybe not like a subscribed like atheism where everyone's like, oh, I'm atheist, but sort of like we're all like, look, there's just too many different religions, ideologies. We all got to work together somehow. So there's something we all just have to accept like together, right? And have be dominant among all of us. And in a way, I think that's secularism in the sense of like, like, I don't know. You probably heard me bitch on about it before in my podcast, but capitalism, right? And, um, I see that as the dominant force because that's literally, like, I don't know if there's very many humans alive that don't know how to purchase something. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of humans that... That, that don't know how to do the thing that they're trying to get. Yeah. Like, how to grow a plant or, like, to... Yeah. You know, grow their own food or something. Yeah, exactly. And then also in the sense of, like, religion as a dominant force. Like, change their own fucking oil. Yeah. <laughs> For real. That That kills me. Like... Changing your oil. Yeah, ever. It's kind of something you really need to know as a driver. <laughs> but I guess that's what's interesting about capitalism is that you don't need to know it, right? But, oh, just the idea of, like, uh, religion as a um, sort of a dominant force. I, like, I see it as a very powerful force, especially in very concentrated areas. But, like, I don't know. In America, do you feel like it's becoming... Like, I feel like religion's almost on the back burner. Like, everybody's sort of worshipping some other god. And I'd argue that would be, like, money or, like, even just the system or something. And then their actual religious principles are really on the back burner and don't actually control them as much as they... I would say religious principles are on the back burner. But Mm. it's... I think God as a whole is still used um, to... Yeah, I don't know. Behind a lot of motives. Yeah, to motivate behavior and stuff like that. Which, you know, good and bad. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that are like, I want to help people. Be, and I don't know. Yeah, I, ag- I agree with that, though. Because, like, um, it clearly is. And uh, it, I mean, it's honestly been so pervasive for, like, most of human history. Because, like, that's kind of what, I don't know, built up our civilization? No, 
I don't know. There's many other things, but I can see that. And I, um, there was just so, there was a really long time because of Mormonism that I was like, religion is always bad. Right. And I was just like, no matter what, it's going to like, it's going to hurt people. And I'm trying to see what's good in it and also understand like the way it becomes so evil is when it's just like concentrated power and people are benefiting too much off of it. It's like feudal. Yeah. Like we're back to the feudal era. It's interesting. In terms of like... Like kings and like the prophet is the king for so many people, you know, like... I mean, the king, the whole... Can't drink drink coffee, can't Mm -hmm. do this, can't do that. Like, okay, okay. Our kids won't do that. accept that. Yeah. And like make people feel shame about those things especially that was the weirdest part about mormonism is like feeling like you are you cannot drink coffee it's like almost everyone drinks coffee (laughs) or like masturbating oh i didn't masturbate until i was like 17 holy shit really like to completion yeah holy cow and you really like held that in yeah dude and then (laughs) holy shit yeah it's like because of shame like religious Mm -hmm. shame and then like i told my bishop and then I was like, why the fuck did I tell my bishop? And that's when I stopped going to church. I was uh, like, he doesn't need to know that. Yeah. That was the weirdest thing. Um, just some fucking random adult interviewing. Like, so do you touch yourself? It's like, oh, yeah. I, I like feel bad went to my bishop. Like feeling guilt and yeah. just pure shame. Yeah. <sighs> that's so sad. <laughs> did you hear about that? Um, I can't remember her name. But um, she just recently got excommunicated because she's a sex, a Mormon sex therapist. She's been telling her clients that masturbation is not bad. And so she got excommunicated for that. See, that type of shit, like, it's the small details like that, mm-hmm. which really paint the picture of the motives behind the religion. Like, what is that? They shouldn't have anything to do with your fucking sex life. Not at all. And the fact that they do is, I don't know, it's interesting to see it as like a type of control, you know. Especially in the Mormon Church, it's it was exactly like exactly what it is. Yeah, exactly. You you have to mor- you have to marry within the Mormon Church. Yeah. Therefore, you can only have sex with and procreate within the Mormon Church and keep building that. Up. It gives people a sense of higher, like, oh, I've done this and this and this, so I'm like gonna get to this point in God's, you know, gift yeah, basket. Hierarchy. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking like, yeah, just people sucking the dick of God and 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 thinking they're better for it. And then on the back end, the organizations profiting off of that, like grotesque and in 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 a lot of different ways, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, cultural power, financial power, Ooh, yeah, um, like literally real estate power, like yeah. all sorts of ways. And just uh, that's so weird. And then uh, especially in our fucking state, political power, political power. That's not just our state. That's I'm pretty sure that's just all the way all up to the top. I mean, you're okay. right because like I, there are like yeah, no dude. members of the U.S. Congress that are atheists, right? God is on the pledge of the United States. Yeah. Like, okay, you know, I I really see what you're saying now with like the the dominating force of religion. Because yeah. like I've kind of been pushing that out of my mind for a bit yeah. and focusing more on like the system of commerce and our economics and yeah. thing, thinking of that as domination. But, like, I really, like... It's different forms. Yeah. But God really is implicit within our system. It's in the small details. Christianity. Yeah. Yeah. One nation under God. Yeah. So anything the nation does is, you know, defined by God. That's fucking interesting, dude. Once you you put yourself out... It's like when you buy a new car. Mm -hmm. 
you see so many of that car everywhere. You're like, did everyone else buy my car? Like, holy shit, that's interesting. Once you <laughs> you know you get out of the system, you know, hop out of the box, and then you look in it, and you're like, whoa. You can just see it in a whole new like, way. Like, yeah. God damn, dude. Well, uh, I do know you said you had to get back by eight, right? Oh yeah, ish. That's yeah. Oh okay, sweet. Let's do it. Do you mind if we just keep recording while we drive? Let's do it. Fuck yeah, dude. It's a good idea. Just gotta get as much of the. Hell yeah. This conversation is possible. Yeah. Um, get all the data. Well, I really appreciate you fucking doing this with me, man. I know, like, I haven't talked to you in forever. I know. So, I, I, mean, I was a little nervous. I was like, how are we going to have a conversation? But this has been super fun. Yeah, I know. It's been tight. You're a fucking chill guy. Uh, we need to hang out more. Yeah. Sweet, man. I'll have to have you guys over for dinner. Fuck yeah. Do a little double date or something. That sounds dope. Yeah. You got any uh, video game consoles or what do you? What do you Dude, I haven't like <laughs> the newest console. I have is a Switch. So okay, play, so like, that's a console. Yeah, I'll play some Switch and we stuff. Got, we got a couple Switches in my house. Fuck yeah. What, what, do, you, what do you play? Um, like Mario Kart. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, like Mario Kart, Zelda, Smash I guess. Oh yeah. Smash Bros. I I I'll play Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at it, and I historically have not had a lot of fun. But I've also had some a lot of fun. Yeah. Depends how drunk I am. <laughs> that always makes the difference, right? Well, fuck. What what consoles do you normally play? I've been playing Xbox a lot. Oh, okay. Um, I do PC usually, but I just have a laptop right now. Oh, okay. And PCs are expensive. Yeah, you know. fucking real, dude. Um, Thanks, crypto. <laughs> really? Is that what? Has that been making? Make yeah, a big deal there? for sure. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Because, like, crypto's been going up. Mining's been going up. Like, all sorts of shit. Oh, you know, it's taking yeah. up a lot of... Yeah. Okay, energy. that makes sense. I and COVID. Oh, just, a, just like a double or triple whammy. Yeah, because you know? everybody working from home, right? Everyone's yeah, COVID. Computers, and then people want to get better, better, better computers. And probably lack of resources, I would bet. Oh, yeah. Because there's also a bunch of, like, trucks that are missing, like, a chip or something. That oh, needs yeah. some fucking mineral. I don't even know. But, yeah, I'm sure the computers need that piece, too. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's expensive, but... Interesting. Yeah, dude. GPUs are not cheap. I did not even think about that. I got really lucky because um, the pandemic, like, just knocking out businesses, um, it kind of delayed for my dad's work, but he ended up going into retirement early. No and, shit. Yeah, so he... Uh, oh, because they were like, we don't need you. Yeah, essentially. And so they, ju- they just kind of, like, put him into retirement early. It was like, oh, okay, whatever. Shit. But, so, since he was in, like, the computer industry, um, he, he had some, like, really decent computers and so I just got like a like a free computer because he retired no way yeah and it was like okay sweet and he was like yeah it's like I actually had to like upgrade the graphics card so it's actually a pretty decent graphics card really some gaming on it and stuff yeah so I'm, I'm probably gonna try and get into PC gaming oh my god um, you should stream oh god dude I you do podcasts over stream That'd be dope. Probably be better quality. I mean, it's... Podcast while video game streaming or just streaming in general? Uh, while video game... Or streaming in general, but yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I, if I was, like, actually fun to watch while gaming, that would be one thing, right? <laughs> That's kind of a whole... Yeah, thing. it definitely takes some extra... Mm-hmm. Extra you oomph. You have to be, like, a performer. Otherwise, it's just, like, I have a camera on me and I'm... It's like a mindset. Yeah. You know? You have to put yourself in that mindset of performing 
Because everyone is a performer. Interesting. I kind of like that, actually. Yeah. You just got to choose when you're performing. Like, I would... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even choose... Like, recognize when you're... Everyone performs without knowing it. You know, everyone's a singer, too. Yeah. I like whether, that. Whether you're humming... Like, everyone sings at some point. But they just don't think of themselves as a performer because they wouldn't go... Yeah. Sing along to the radio. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I like that. I think, like, it's, I've, I've started to notice, like, i kind of known since I've been in a band before and I've felt the sense of performing, but I kind of see what you're saying now because, like, I would just do this a lot where I would just go talk with my friends and we'd just get in deep conversations and it would be fun. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I gotta, like, I, I want to record myself doing this, right? And I was like, oh shit, I gotta perform. And it's like, no, you just do the same thing you have been doing. There yeah. just happens to be a camera there now. Yeah. Or a video or audio thing or something, whatever, you know. That's dope. I like that. Definitely should uh, record more of like conversations and stuff. Because I've actually been, my roommates and I have talked about just having a little podcast. Just mm-hmm. basically the same, just, you know, dude, deep convos and shit. Yeah, dude, li- just do it. Because like, I don't know. That's that's one of the things I had to get over is just, like, building a relationship with the process, just understanding, like, first of all, the first couple times I do this, there's not going to be that many people listening. You're just going to, like, hone it as you go, right? But the fact is, is, like, you could just do it, like, right now, right? You are doing it right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so That's very true. Um, that's, that's something valuable. I think, I don't know, there's never too many podcasts in the world. If you and your friends just have dope conversations, fucking call it a podcast put it on YouTube man that's true like yeah everyone has a podcast everyone has a dog mm-hmm. yeah so <laughs> I love you know and some dogs have their own Instagrams and get fucking monetized yeah so hell yeah <laughs> what about it that's dope uh, everyone's got a Spotify artist page too <laughs> what about it check mine out <laughs> I love that though I think like who, I think we should promote that in the world people should just be creating all the time yeah not even that like we are creating all the time like we're yes. you know we're creating we're not even creating experience we are experiencing all the time but like uh, yeah I actually disagree I don't think everyone should create all the time I think having off seasons is healthy mm-hmm. and I've been trying to get more like comfortable with my off seasons because I you know everyone naturally goes to their on and off season um, and you kind of beat yourself up when you're in the off season mm-hmm. and maybe it's not a whole season maybe it's like a week on week off thing you yeah know, whatever the the cadence but just is some sort of break there just some yeah. sort of I like that some that some other energy mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense gotta mix it up and not yeah now that you say that that that's like so obvious because you know you can't be creative you can't have that flow all the time, right? And you got to be able to source it from somewhere. I like yeah. That. Um, yeah. And that's that's something that I have to constantly remind myself. Also, Same. just like not having to feel like I'm always like, I don't know. There was a time where it was like I have to be productive. If I'm not doing something productive, I'm I like, still get like that. Yeah, and that's like that's just not healthy all the time, right? Like productivity has its place. Yeah. But like. And when you're productive, you know, it's... Sorry. I, no, what were, you, what were you saying? When you're productive, you want to make it, like, that much better mm. 
mm-hmm. with having the desire to be productive. Yes, yeah. instead of like the guilt or the shame driving you, or like like oh I gotta be doing something, and it's just like not even worth doing, right? Um, but like, I, I always I always like the saying, um, you know, we're human beings, not human doings. So I, yeah. just, I like I have to really like understand that productivity does have its place, and you can understand when you're actually using it in a beneficial way. Yeah. Um, so I like that. I'm a human being. Not a human doing. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of actually really sad how <sighs> my work's been going through, like, that, all that growth and shit right now, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just been highly stressful. Like, everybody's yeah. just working so many hours and stuff. And, like, I'll tell people, I'm like, dude, like, take a break. You know, like, Go home. Go to sleep. Like, they're, like, not fucking going to sleep, right? <laughs> it's sad to me when telling someone they're a human being is like, oh, you're right. Like, why do we forget that? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's good, though, to have, like, that sigh of relief of, mm-hmm. like, yes, I am a human being. That reminder. I feel like that's people's idea of Jesus. Huh. Just the person who tells you exactly what you needed to hear. <laughs> I love that. It's exactly what Jesus is to everyone. That's why it doesn't exist objectively and you can't push an agenda on people. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck agenda. Actually, no. Agendas are good. It's good to have mm-hmm. goals. I, that's actually something that's turned me off about like political banter. Is like mm-hmm. these the gays are pushing their agenda or like yeah <laughs> whatever like. Agendas can be good. Yes. Um, yeah, it's all, like, context. A hundred percent. I really do agree with that. And, I mean, for one thing, like, the only way, our, like, a society or even, like, a species can work together is if we all have some sort of agenda. If we all yeah. have some sort of shared idea or vision that we're working towards, right? And so communicate course, that with yes. each other. Yeah. Yes, and not try and use it to control people. That's, I think that's the key factor there, right? <laughs> Which, yeah, if, if control is on your agenda, then maybe that's like, yeah. It's, I don't know, it's, it's a hard balance for sure, because, I mean, you need people to be doing the right thing to work, but, like, I don't know, I think that's where the ideals of democracy, like, actually have value. Like, even if, you know, a lot of people will say, like, democracy sucks because people are stupid. It's like, even then... That means that, like, you have to work with stupid. You yeah. know what I mean? You have yeah. To, you have People to. are like, the internet sucks. Yeah. The internet doesn't suck. <laughs> the internet is full of ideas, and you can literally get anything at any time. The, inter- the internet is the cables that run the data. Yeah. The data is what sucks. Okay. That's an interesting way to think about yeah. that. I like that. The framework doesn't suck. <laughs> it's actually very efficient and very fucking powerful. Which, yeah, like... With democracy, like it, it could be the, you know, the framework. Or, I, th- I definitely think capitalism as a framework doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And I did not, uh, I, I would have disagreed, uh, like five, ten years ago. Oh yeah, but, yeah. I think no. I would have too. Yeah, I mean, like I was definitely a capitalist as a teenager. Mm. Did you feel like you knew you were? Or were you just like, I don't know, when I felt like I was a capitalist as a teenager, it was sort of like, I just saw that that's what the world is doing. This is yeah. how you be a good person, a successful person. Yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. 
it's just like getting what you want and it's a lot more selfish it is yeah um and honestly the more money that i've made the the more i've desired to have like those opportunities for more people and mm. and for myself like honestly we've all been squandered out of cash that we should have made at, at, at our job you know, yeah. that should have been paying us a little more of the value that we've been putting in mm-hmm. um, but we're not <laughs> yeah it was like especially since that's like essentially what has to happen a yeah. lot of times right yeah but I like paid the minimum market rate yes exactly or competitive rate which oh, is the minimum yeah. against the other companies okay <laughs> competitive rate on fucking humans lives and yeah. their ability to survive in the system that, that kills me but like I like the idea that you know that sort of being a part of the system and still like benefiting from it you can make positive change and like you said kind of like have more for your not just you but like your friends and your family like yeah. the people you care about Things like, value, right? like equity. Mm. Fucking more companies should follow Winco and give equity. Yeah. Winco. To their company. Literally the grocery store Winco. Yeah, what do they do? It's employee owned. Oh. Yeah, dude. I did not know that. I don't know how they do it, but like, it's definitely working out for them. Fuck yeah, dude. It just seems that way. I've heard of the idea of, well, no, this is. That's not a co-op. It's just employee-owned. That's really cool. Yeah. Because a co-op is like everyone who shops or everyone who uses that service also has to work for it. Yeah. But um, that's interesting. I did not know Winco was like that. I thought they were just any other grocery store. It's actually kind of what. Yeah, it is. I like shopping there too. You got good selections, like good bulks. Yeah. Bulk nuts and stuff. That's kind of what uh, Sunny Punks was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That's been like on a standstill and back burner. I haven't really done anything with that. What? Um, what exactly was it? It's just like a music collective, and like in practice, if scaled up, it would have been like you know a, a co-op, like mm-hmm. equity-based type of uh, organization for yeah. multimedia production, basically, Dude. and events and shit. That's super dope. Um, actually, the the guy who's been on my podcast a couple times, Sam. Yeah. His, his like um, his brand or entity is uh, the Basta, and it's kind of a collective like that. It's like it's just kind of the idea is like the Basta means connection, and so mm-hmm. it's whatever people like the idea is to build up and promote whatever people use to connect with the world and connect with each other. You know, so that's why my podcast was on it. That's why you know he like bands and he would include uh, just different like artistic projects and uh, you know outlets and avenues and stuff like that yeah and it kind of sounds like that's almost what Sunny Punks was going for or like yeah. but more media based is that right yeah pretty much oh okay that's so dope dude but you just haven't I mean I can see why it's hard to get that off the ground just cause like I don't know I think I wanted too many things and I didn't want any of them bad enough and so I kind of lost the vision for it. Oh, okay. And so I wasn't able to, like, implement it because I didn't know what I wanted. Okay. You know? That's really interesting. Because it was sort of more, it, maybe it was more like, oh, I love doing this artistic project and this artistic project, and yeah. I can just have them all under one umbrella. But then it was like you weren't invested in really any of them, I guess? Yeah, like, lack of knowledge. Like, mm. you know, wanting to do, like, 
shows and then COVID happened and then wanting to do like um, like an album and stuff kind of like lack of faith in myself and so I didn't like give myself the, the initiative I think also okay. like I, I didn't really do a lot with it mm-hmm. and interact as much as I wanted to because I didn't know what I wanted to interact with uh, that makes you know, sense. Or, or what angle I was trying to come from yeah and yeah it's it's really hard to apparently make anything happen when you don't have an angle <laughs> or a way like a plan forward and all yeah that I had like loose ideals and, and perspectives to put in it but yeah that's I think it's really hard to I don't know learn that like I'm, I'm still learning that just about like podcasting in general yeah and like really and even just being in a band still like a lot of you know it's always just like oh you just want to be you know making albums making a bunch of money and going on tour right but it's like you realize that there's so much more that happens in between more yeah. that has to happen in between and uh yeah and if you don't have like a drive or something moving towards um I can see how that like just is difficult to achieve <laughs> for real definitely like I I hate goals yeah but it's definitely something that's like mandatory to to get anything done like knowing what you want to do is apparently important (laughs) (laughs) knowing where the success bar is so that you can actually have it (laughs) yeah that's uh, I don't know it's it's interesting how as I get older I'm just like it feels like all the things that have just been told to me my whole life like love's the answer gotta make goals you gotta be responsible for things work hard like it's just all been there my whole life but it's not until like it's the every small year. things yeah oh what do you mean yeah just the small things of, of that like mm-hmm. the little things that you've heard throughout your life that were like ignored in the moment yeah it seemed too simple yeah to be real <laughs> oh that's too easy like uh, that can't be the answer oh, it is honestly like it was a. Uh, for me, it was my experience, um, my experience with mushrooms, like, it was so weird how, like, I came down from it, and I was like, oh my god, love is the answer, like, actually, the, like, that was just, like, my whole life I've been told, like, you know, if you do drugs, you're just gonna be, like, sad, depressed, lonely, and, like, there is that, but then I, you know, did this, I had this substance that just instead healed me, and, like, I was able to, like, leave the experience with just, like, everything's gonna be okay I care about myself I care about others let's get this bread you know yeah it was kind of a slower culmination for me mm. but yeah like it was it was definitely throughout some of those experiences where mm-hmm. I was like just kind of looking internally and, and seeing what you want when you're in that state mm. and then reflecting that out to others yeah is you know just like a good practice I would say yeah like when you're vulnerable what what do you desire how do you want to be treated I like that it, it takes a lot of self reflection that people don't uh, I think people maybe aren't looking for and also just don't even get enough of yeah. I mean think about it we're trying to be distracted all the time like if I'm I'm at work and then I get home and really all I just want to do is sit down and just like watch a movie you know or play yeah. you know like play a game or like just do anything other than sit and like think what do I want to do with my life you know and I think a a lot of us are just constantly doing that and so we don't get enough of that self reflection that you're talking about like if you don't know where your phone is it's 
sense of panic. God damn, dude. Your heart races. Like, what is that shit? Like, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna text me in the next twenty minutes. And even if they do, matter. yeah, <laughs> like it's not gonna be important or even like change anything. But yet, it's just like addictive. Like, it's got to be in my pocket at yeah. all times. And also, would they get back to you that quick? No, Fuck no. They're, they're all wrapped up in their own heads, their own experience. Shit, dude. Oh, good fun. Yeah, I did. Oh yeah, I'm in. oh, yeah, we're still recording. What's that? We're still recording. <laughs> Hell yeah! That's the vibe I'm going for. I want, I want it to be like, oh yeah, we, we got that. We nice. got that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh shit, dude. So I guess in the in the spirit of you know uh, goals and goal making. What are your oh, yeah. fucking goals for the future, man? Damn, bro. It's the hard question. You don't you don't have to have anything what? inspiring or big because we're all just trying to fucking figure it out, right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, I want to learn how to produce music, yes. like pr- we, you know, in terms of putting it in a computer and, and structuring it. Yeah. With noises. With noises. <laughs> um. Yeah. Otherwise. I, I kind of just want to slow down mm. and and have less goals but bigger yeah um, bigger goals I like that I, more yeah. broad movements in your life right yeah like I kind of want to figure out my goal is to figure out my main goals because mm. I, like I don't really know what I, I want yet mm-hmm. I want a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> and I want them all right now like yeah, I don't know. I, I, this morning I was actually thinking, like, about this and, like, what vision do I have for the future? And usually we think of it in terms of goals instead of, like, visions. Mm-hmm. But, like, I envision myself as, like, a more patient version of me who is also more passionate um, and they like there for people yeah Yeah. uh that's that's like my personal goal and then in terms of like work and shit i want to make like a hundred thou a year yeah by like now (laughs) now please (laughs) i'll take that in cash yeah i just (laughs) i just like a little you know a little fatter stack of cash yeah to to work with yeah for sure like it makes it a lot easier to achieve those other goals right yeah but i i like that a lot because um, I think, you know, having specific goals and like, or sort of like goals that are tailored to like just your career or like just achieving like something is, is good and has its place. But like, I think it's super valuable to sit and be like, I just want to be more patient. Like, I just want to, yeah. I want to be more kind and like driven and passionate and stuff. Um, that's your goals? No, I'm saying that's what oh, your goals yeah, okay, are. And yeah. I think that's, uh. I think that's super valuable, and that's something that's, uh, there's not a, we're not seeing enough people feeling that way. They're yeah. thinking of more of, like, material ends, or, like, scenario, or, like, more, I don't know, status-based event, uh, ends, rather than just, like, I just need to be a better person, and I just need to work on these <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> myself and stuff. For real, though. Fuck yeah, man. I don't know, what are your goals, though? <sighs> um, I'm really trying to... Uh, in terms of like 
my like accomplishments that I'm trying to seek. Um, I really want to be like become a therapist, or at least start fucking working towards it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I guess in the spirit of what your goals were, I kind of want to reframe mine in that way too, where I'm really just trying to be more mindful. 100%. Yeah. I'm tr- and like, just a lot more like serenity in my life and just like clear mindedness. Yeah. And um and trying to get in states of flow like where just moments like this where, where I'm you're just, just talking like, in the moment yeah in the moment really sure. feeling it um that's what i'm really trying to achieve and move towards and uh i'm hoping that a career path or like accomplishments will at least grant me that right yeah it's definitely i think careers go in weird ways that we don't expect mm-hmm. um I think both of us in 10 years are going to be doing something that we would not have expected that we would be doing. I, uh, yeah, 100%. And uh, I don't know. It, and who who really wants a career in its own right? I want a career just because I need a career, something that's just it's all, yeah. stable and, you know. It's also nice to, stable. like, be doing a certain thing that you're you know, passionate about. And good at. Yeah, and good at. That That makes sense. I guess what I'm saying is more like, just like oh, I just need to have a career. It doesn't really yeah. matter what it is, right? And I, it like, kind of doesn't. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I I get that. It doesn't matter what it is, but um, I mean, it, but it does. In a lot of ways, yeah, it has to be sustainable, right? It has but, to be sustainable and applicable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like good for the earth and and people and you and people. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the balance we all have to fucking find, huh? Yeah. Shit, dude. Tight. Good shit. Good shit.